You're listening to Noteworthy, the podcast. I'm your host, Holly Gabbard, and I'm so thankful you're here. So if you are following me on social media, you have seen the announcement that today I have a very special guest with me, and it's only fitting that it's my husband for episode number one. So the way we're going to do this is every episode, we're going to start out with a question. So Luke, your question is going to be, what is your biggest pet peeve? Well, thanks for having me, Holly. (laughs) So one of my biggest pet peeves, and nobody could probably relate to this, is uh, when people are actually chewing bubble gum. It makes me, it triggers me somehow. Um... It makes me think that they're just sitting there chewing on their own spit. Um, and especially people with when they're chewing old bubble gum, like they put it in before church and they still have it in after church and come up to you and you could smell it. Oh my goodness, it, it really is bad. Honestly, gum doesn't even gross me out until you start talking about it. Like when you say old gum, I can literally smell that smell. It's a distinct smell. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So my biggest pet peeve, and this is going to sound very petty, and I'm aware, and if this applies to you, I'm apologizing in advance, but if you have those little stickers that represent your family members on the back of your windows, I don't know why, but it's just so ghetto to me, and some people have like 30 family members, and it ends up looking like the beggars. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Another thing is, speaking of ghetto cars... It makes me furious when people buy like a really nice uh, Tahoe or, uh, you know, like a nice GMC or Dodge Ram. And then you look on the back of it after they spend sixty to $90,000 and it says Don Franklin on the back of it. <laughs> Is that not ridiculous? I would be, I could, I wouldn't, I would refuse to pull out of the drive driveway of their lot, I'd get me a some type of like a scraper, and I would just stop immediately after I paid for that thing and just scrape Don Franklin, <laughs> Tim Short off the back of it. This is not sponsored by Don Franklin or Tim Short. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid point. Okay, so now that we've talked about your question of the day, we're going to get into the podcast. But I will give a warning that I do know that there's a lot of people who we know who are going to listen to this podcast. And Luke has told me that I'm pretty much banned from telling stories. But since we're unfiltered here, I'm going to tell you a few stories that maybe nobody knows. Or maybe a few people know, but we don't talk about it because it's banned from the conversation. So, it's banned. Um... So, Luke, uh, Noteworthy, the podcast, came to be because uh, I had wanted to start a podcast for several years now, and when Luke and I met and we started dating, (laughs) which we're going to tell a story about that, too, but when we started dating, I had just pretty much gotten out of a really bad relationship. I didn't really know how to be a great girlfriend. I wasn't that great of a person. I was still healing. And um, the person that I was with always told me whenever I would speak 
that I was either like long-winded or I needed to get to the point or the way that I was speaking wasn't correct. And they would always nitpick the way that I spoke. And then when I met Luke, it's like everything that I had to say mattered. And so with that being said, I had a desire to start a podcast. And I was like, you know, someone has listened to me. They've heard me. They've validated the way that I feel. And so I feel like other people could maybe learn something or gain something from my experience and what I've gone through. So with that being said, um, going back to Luke, I thought it was only fitting that he was on the first episode. He's been here since day one. He's always the person to jump in and help me with anything that I need. He set up everything for this podcast and we're really excited about it. So continue to tune in. Uh, we'll have new guests every episode. Um, you will see Luke again or hear Luke again uh, very soon. But getting into this, how we met. Luke, do you want to give your perspective first on how we met? It all started. <laughs> um, so my perspective and kind of where it started for me was I was at church and uh, we were having a practice, and randomly the conversation came up that uh, the Rice sisters, so Holly and Tiffany, uh, were going to be at our church visiting, and conversation came along that they were really good singers. Uh, they started playing uh, Tiffany and Holly through the sound system, and I automatically thought, yeah, that's, that's the one. But as she came to church, I thought she was stuck up. <laughs> Speaking of stuck up, a lot of people think that I am, and it's because I'm quiet and a little bit reserved when you first meet me, and it takes me longer to get to know somebody than it does for Luke to. And Luke is super outgoing. Um, I'm a little bit more of an introvert. And a lot of people probably think, like, how did they end up together? Because he is so outgoing. Do you ever look at those couples and you're like, how did that happen? Yes. <laughs> it Actually, what happened, though, is we probably would have never been together ever, though, because um, she's the one that actually came up to me first and started talking. So I did put my shyness away for a split second just to get to know him better. But the funny part is um, his friends were more talkative than he was. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, funny story. Speaking of his friends, Luke did not have... He's literally shaking his head right now because he's like, are we really going into this? Because I'm sure these people will probably listen to this. Hey. <laughs> so, Luke did not have his license at the time. He had his permit. Um <laughs> And I'm not roasting you. And I had no idea. But he had his friend to, was it that you had him to pick you up? No. So what happened is me and you were talking. And we decided somehow, I, I don't remember all the details. But we decided that we were going to uh, go on a hot date together down to the OTG. 
Old Town Grill. We're not sponsored, by the way. Anyway, um, so we got the date set. And the day that you decided to come pick me up, because I don't have, I didn't have a license, obviously. Um, and I, I'm going to get you back here. But we had uh, the day, day planned. And, of course, I got my outfit ready. I thought, I'm going to look on point. This is a hot date. Well, it turns out it wasn't a hot day. It was just going to be as friends, apparently. Because on the way home, or on the way for her to come, she lives in Corbin. Um, and then I lived over in Jackson County. So we, I lived like 45 minutes away from her. And she's never been to Jackson County, which is like in the armpit of Kentucky. Um, I love Jackson County. Shout out to, to my Jackson County family over there. Anyways, um she she doesn't know any directions or anything. So little innocent Holly calls my phone the day of our date. I'm trying to like wink over here because it's not really a date. She's like, hey, um, one of your friends live um uh, in London, which is on the way to Jackson County. And he's been he's been to Jackson County a few times. Uh what if what if he comes with us? That way you could show me how to get to your house. Well, I died immediately inside. I said, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be absolutely great. So little no license boy in Jackson County is waiting for his future wife and his one of his best buddies down there in London to come pick me up for a hot date. <laughs> so she gets to the house. Well, it turns out that my old buddy wanted to drive that day. And my future wife, definitely friend-zoned wife, was wanting to sit in the passenger seat. And then I rode in the back seat the entire day. We drove around, went to CVS. I was sitting in the back seat, went to the bathroom, cried. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And uh, went home. And <laughs> She's laughing her head off right now, by the way, if you hear excessive breathing in the background. <laughs> We're having to share a microphone right now. We'll have two microphones on the next podcast. So, but anyways, uh, it was a great day, and she decided to my my friend and her decided to take me home. And I think I what did I say? Oh, <laughs> I said this was the most embarrassing. This is when I knew it was over, and I was just might as well just go online and try to find somebody online or like buy a girlfriend dot com or something because they dropped me off. And, of course, my reaction was, all right, yeah, love you guys. <laughs> love you guys. I said, love you guys to, to both of them and then went in the house and left. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the best part is when I got there, his mom. That's my favorite part. I got there, and this is the first time I'd met his mom, too. So it was just one of those things. Like, I met the family. I met his best friend. All the things. And when I arrived, she came out outside and she said, oh, my gosh, you're just so beautiful. And by the end of it, like, she had talked my head off, and then she was saying love you, bye, too. <laughs> yeah, you're in the family. Honestly, though, when I look back on this, it is really, it's so funny. It wasn't at the time to you, I'm sure, but. It was traumatic. <laughs> So, that wasn't our official first date. Our official first date happened... Even though I paid for her meal at Old Town Grill. Just 
just so you know. I also think his buddy probably offered to pay for my meal as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, just thought we were hanging out as friends. Our first date, though, um, we drove around my hometown for like seven hours and talked for the longest time. And it was a great first date. I thought we made up for a lot because we had a lot of great conversation. And I kind of realized early on that he was my person. And so um, we did not always have the easiest time, though. We had a moment where I was like, okay, now you're going to meet my best friend. And she lives in Ohio. And (laughs) we had planned a Cedar Point trip with Lindsay. She's my best friend, my cousin, my family. Uh, I wanted him to meet her. And so we planned this big trip. We were going to stay overnight with the family and just really let them get to know him. And when we went to Cedar Point, I was so traumatized. Actually, hold on. I would also, because we kind of skipped to Cedar Point, but we didn't mention um, the fact that when we got there, it was super late. And like as soon as we got to their house, it was bedtime. So I didn't even get to meet her uncle, anybody. I didn't get to meet anybody yet. So I just slept in this these random people's home in Ohio. We just drove all the way down there, fell asleep. So I had to meet these people, which are family now. I love them to death. But I had to meet them with morning breath. I mean, I had my hair. You know how, how I'm with my hair and stuff. It was so embarrassing. But uh, it was it was like perfect, though. As soon as, I mean, they were very friendly. It was like we all clicked immediately. Her family and my family. So, during that time, we went to Cedar Point, and I realized during that moment how traumatized I was from past relationships because I would not even hold his hand. And, like, this is an ongoing joke, even years later, because I just remember my cousin, Lindsay, she kept getting on to me. She's like, you are being so mean to him. Like, why are you not like holding his hand or just doing the simple things. And they still, like to this day, give me a hard time about that because I just was not affectionate at all. So it's a night and day difference how we are now versus our dating (laughs) relationship. I never heard, is it PDA? PDA? Yeah, PDA, PDA, PDA. Every time I try to reach over, touch your hand. I almost thought she had a disease or something because I've never heard of PDA. It's so cringy thinking about it now. But so we're going to just go into a few questions. Um, Since we shared some of our stories from our dating life, I'm going to save the marriage part for a different podcast because I feel like we have a lot of really good insight now. Um, We've been married for almost six years And although we're fairly new compared to others who have been married 30-plus years, I feel like we have overcome so much, and we have so much wisdom to give and so many great moments to share that will hopefully give some insight, especially if you're a newlywed, um, because a lot of people I've heard say that the first year of marriage is great and it's honeymoon phase, all these things, but we did not have that experience and um, I think that it is important to share and let other people know that you're not alone. 
Um, so expect on every podcast for there to be different topics with different experiences, different pasts, um, just a wide variety of things that hopefully you can relate to. But before we end this podcast, Luke, I have a few questions for you. So since we're talking about dating, if you had to be in the dating world now and you were not married, what do you think your biggest ick would be? Oh, my goodness. So my biggest ick, obviously, if if I had to be back in in the terrible dating world right now, um, I'd obviously be in church, right? So... If I'm in church and I look over at some girl, she's just worshiping, singing songs, and doesn't know any lyrics, but just sitting there singing totally off lyrics, that would be a big ick. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that would be one. I mean, that's just one of many things I could probably think of. Let's say I'm in the dating world, and one of my biggest icks is men who do not dress their age. I'm talking like, let's say you're 35, 40 years old and you're still trying to pull Hollister. Like, that ain't cute. And it needs to be out of your closet yesterday. Immediately. (laughs) There's nothing that we can do with that in the dating world. Okay, so we're going to end this podcast with a quick game of Would You Rather Dating Edition. So I'm going to go first. Luke, would you rather date someone who is very cheap or someone who has bad breath? Well, this is actually a no-brainer for a man. Obviously, when you're dating a woman, or married to a woman, you're going to want bad breath. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no you're definitely, I, I would pick any day over bad breath being cheap. Um, so, I mean, we can go to McDonald's, Baby, if you want to go to McDonald's, we'll go get us a nice McDouble or the dollar menu, $2 menu. So, uh, no, definitely cheap. All right, so let's see here. Let me think of one. Would you rather be with a man that only wears socks and Crocs all the time? Weddings, funerals, church, Easter, Or would you rather, and this is no offense to anybody that really enjoys this band, I'm I'm also a fan, um, but I'm talking extreme level here. Um, Be with a man that only listens to the Gaithers, the Gaither vocal band. Also, he wears t-shirts and decorates his home with Gaither memorabilia. Well, both options are very cringy to me. And music's a huge part of our life. So I feel like I would have to go with the Crocs and Socks as much as I hate that. Because I hate Crocs. And I also hate sandals and socks together. I think that is so lazy. And then the thought of putting socks with Crocs makes me gag. But I think that's what I'm going to have to choose. Just because if I had to listen to the Gaithers the rest of my life, and also I have home decor, (laughs) and it affects the person's clothing that they wear, that's a deal breaker for me. 
wow, I'm I'm actually shocked because I was sitting here thinking about what you're going to say within that short period of time. And I was thinking that you always say, every time we drive down the road, you say, I don't want any secular music playing because if something happens or anything goes on, I want the Lord to be in my presence. So I thought, I mean, of course, I mean, why not just deal with having that music playing because it... It's welcoming the Lord all the time. You would have pictures of things that represent God in your home as well. Yeah. And clothing that spreads the gospel. <laughs> so fun fact, whenever I do get in the car, I always have Christian music playing because I always make the comment that I want it to be a place for the Lord to dwell. And I'm extra paranoid that I'm going to get in a wreck <laughs> because I've been in so many. So that's where that commentary comes from. But thank you all so much for listening to our first episode of Noteworthy, the podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Our Instagram is noteworthy underscore the podcast. You can find daily updates there. Send in any topics that you'd like for us to talk about. And if you have specific guests that you would like to feature on this podcast, we are open to... Any suggestions? And we're excited that you're here. And until next time, we'll see you in the next episode.